Hello and welcome. My name is Shaminya Jeka and thank you for taking time to join me for this very special episode on the Calabash of service. Today's episode is special. Firstly because it is the very first episode which really is quite exciting. Secondly, this maiden episode coincides with the final day of this year's Customer Service Week. The Customer Service Week is celebrated internationally during the first full week of October. And this year, it has been running from the 5th to the 9th under the theme Dream Team. Now, I think this is a befitting theme given the rather awkward time that we have been living in this year. Life as we know it has never been quite the same since COVID-19 began taking a toll on our daily lives. The world over, people have had to deal with this scourge in ways we never could have imagined. Social distancing, face masking, living in isolation, and even working from home. All this can easily make one feel alienated. So now more than ever, the spirit of togetherness should be embraced in families, communities, and even in organizations. Whether for profit or not, an organization survives because of its customers. Times of turbulence such as these require more efforts to ensure that customer expectations are not only met, but exceeded. The importance of meeting and exceeding customer expectations can really never be overstated. Satisfied customers, for instance, become loyal, and this helps to ensure the survival of the organization. Secondly, these satisfied customers will also help to spread positive word of mouth to potential customers who are also important for the growth of the entity. But without teamwork, meeting and exceeding customer expectations can be quite a daunting task. So in today's discussion, as we wind up this year's Customer Service Week, I shall reflect on a centuries-old traditional practice from Zimbabwe and see how it can provide important lessons for customer service teams, both in Africa and across the world. Join me after the break for this and more. Welcome back to this special episode where we are celebrating teamwork in customer service. In line with this year's customer service week theme, Dream Team. Before the break, I mentioned that we were going to specifically focus on a Zimbabwean traditional practice that has great lessons for promoting teamwork 
in organizations. Teamwork is a concept that is supported by different ideologies and cultures across the globe. Ubuntu is one of those. Ubuntu is an African philosophy originating from the indigenous Bantu-speaking people of Southern Africa. Today, these people are found in Central and Southern Africa, as well as the Great Lakes region. Teamwork is an important pillar of Ubuntu. The emphasis is on the power of togetherness, suggesting that greater success can only be achieved when people work together with a sense of unity. So Nimbe is a tradition that has been practiced throughout the generations in Zimbabwe. It is a really old tradition and is known by different names in different parts of the country, such as Hume and Jangano, among others. Nimbe is essentially a form of cooperation in the community and is largely practiced in the rural areas. It involves members of a community coming to work collectively in pursuit of a common goal, which is traditionally agricultural. So ideally, an individual family would realize that the workload is too heavy for them, be it planting, weeding, or harvesting. They would then call for Nimbe, and other families in the community would heed the call and come together to carry out different agricultural activities as per the needs of that particular household. There was no payment uh, for the work done, and each person coming for the nimbe would bring their own hand tools such as hoes, or if it is harvesting that requires knives and baskets, they would also bring these. Sometimes, if the host of the nimbe did not have uh, bigger equipment such as plows or even the oxen, fellow villagers would provide at no extra cost. The host would, however, provide food and drink, or there would be plenty of it. Sometimes a goat would even be slaughtered. Traditional beer brewed, but this was often saved for when the day's work has been completed. At the end of the day, when the goal has been achieved, it was time to celebrate togetherness, Ubuntu, celebrating the success of the day's work. Nimbe was done in turns. So once the work to help one household has been completed, another household could also invite the community for a nimbe some days or probably a week or so later. So the community would only be as good as the households that make it up. Nimbe entails sharing of the workload so that otherwise unattainable goals get to be realized. Rather than seek to achieve their goals in isolation, households come together to tackle mammoth tasks. So what lessons then can we draw from Nimbe in building great teams? Let's take a short break. 
I can already sense someone asking, so should people work for free in the spirit of Nimbe uh, and Ubuntu? No, far from it. We do not expect people to give a free service as in Nimbe. However, in Nimbe, the community working for free was a sign of commitment and the spirit of oneness. Likewise, even though they get paid, team members in an organization should be able to feel the spirit of oneness, not only among themselves, but from the very top of the hierarchy to the bottom. Management needs to create an environment that is conducive for the existence of a team spirit. For instance, when an organization is going through a rough patch, as in the times we are now, senior management flashing their perks and going on expensive holidays, while frontline workers are probably experiencing salary cuts or even job losses, may not really show that there is a sense of unity. So simple actions sometimes go a long way in demonstrating whether there is a sense of unity in an organization. Nimbe is grounded on some key principles of Ubuntu. Let's look at these and find out how modern teams in the workplace can learn from it. Number one, trust. Nimbe is built on trust. Trust that one's community can do a good job in helping them out. Teams in organizations need to be built on trust. Trust between co-workers, between workers and management, between the organization and its customers, and so forth. Without trust, solid relationships are really difficult to establish. Management, especially, should be able to trust their subordinates to do the job and to do it well. Knowing that they are trusted encourages workers to give their best. Two, solidarity. Solidarity is an important value of Ubuntu. In viewing the work of the community with a common goal and pulling all effort towards the same goal, Nimbe participants would be able to achieve the day's work. Teams in organizations need to uphold this very important value, working in the same direction and pulling all effort and resources towards achieving the same goal is necessary for attaining similar service experiences. Top management through to the team member at the very bottom of the hierarchy should be well aware of the goal to be achieved. This is an important prerequisite to solidarity. Without clear communication and understanding of the goals to be achieved, it almost becomes impossible to achieve. 3. Reciprocity Reciprocity is also highly valued in Ubuntu and in the practice of Nimbe. Participants to the Nimbe will also enjoy the same service from their community. This is very key, yet sometimes overlooked. 
serving customers well will bear good results as customers will reciprocate by continuing to keep their business with an organization. But it does not end there. An organization that expects its team members to perform well should also be willing to do good by those very workers. I have often noted relationships between managers or business owners and workers that are always more like what can workers do for the organization and really what the organization can do for its members. Organizations should also remember that employees are its first and most important customers. And if they're not happy, if they're not satisfied, chances are their work may fall below potential or even standards. Finally, when all has been said and done, the goals of the day achieved, it is time to celebrate. After the day's work at Enimbe, the host provided food and drink and a celebratory atmosphere would ensue. Some organizations, regardless of how well employees perform, never show their appreciation, let alone celebrate the efforts of their teams. Like with Nimbe, always celebrate the effort of the team. This encourages them and enhances their commitment to fulfilling organizational goals. Just as in Nimbe, where communities realize that they cannot achieve their goals independently, teams in organizations should also realize that service excellence is not the responsibility of one department, one section, or one person. On the contrary, it takes the efforts of different individuals from at least one section or department. This is probably the most important underlying principle of service excellence from the perspective of service providers. The product offering is often a culmination of the work of various individuals. So for instance, through the finance department, an organization is able to procure raw materials or inputs to pay the salaries of workers. The human resource function ensures that the organization engages the right people to achieve organizational goals. Without the marketing and sales effort, there would be no customers to provide the much-needed revenue. Cleaning and maintenance sections ensure that everybody works in a clean, safe, and healthy environment. It is therefore evident that each and every person has an important role in ensuring that organizational goals are accomplished. It is a manifestation of the Shona proverb, This literally translates as, one man cannot surround an anthill. Of course, it's metaphoric and simply means that no matter how intelligent, strong, or rich one is, they can never succeed on their own. With that,
we wind up this week's episode. And I do hope that you have learned one or two values to enrich your team and create the dream team. Until next week, goodbye and let's always celebrate our Africanness.